like the way you I like the way you did your hair like <laughs> that's a beautiful thing. I think I'll do something live as well that we did, you know, a while back ago. Something. Say what now? You can't hear me? Okay, I'll take, can you hear me better now? You can't hear me now? Can you hear me now? Hello, you heard me fine. What happened? Mano, 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 BJ, 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 BJ. This ain't rocket science, people. Get straight into it. I think I'm late. I think this podcast supposed to be out already. Um, it's been a good week. I just wanted to touch on a few things that went down in, in, in Maine's world, I guess we can call it, in my life. Same Rocket Science People, episode 61. Just wanted to tap in, man, holler at y'all. Um, it's, it's been a cool week, man. It's been an eventful week. Another week in the crib. Um, I just wanted to holler at y'all about a few things. I wanted to holler at y'all. I know everybody saw the Ted O'Reilly babyface battle on Saturday and then the rematch on Monday. That was comical. I wanted to holler at y'all about... Um, the blessing will, you know, the octagon that was popping up on everybody's timeline. People was heated about that. You know, the situation where you invest the, the $100 and, and you get the $800 back. Um, definitely want to holler at y'all about that. And if I got time, man, I got to address the MJ hate. The last dance documentary dropped. And I, I just, MJ hate just doesn't sit well with my spirit. Um, but like I said, I ain't got a lot of time. Let's, let's get right into it. So listen. The thing about doing this podcast alone is that, you know, I can pretty much do it whenever I want. So uh, when Teddy was messing up everybody Saturday night, my first reaction was, you know, go downstairs, let's hop in the basement, talk to the people about it, right? Let's do a podcast off emotion while everybody hot. Why it's still funny? Because the memes, the memes basically had me rolling. But at the same exact time, Teddy was having his technical difficulties. Shit, I, I, was, having, I was having my own. Um, <laughs> so listen, a common theme on this podcast has been basically like trying to be productive with my time trying to be productive throughout my time here in my cell i mean my time here through quarantine you know what i'm saying i got all this time to myself i might as well be productive with it all right so a part of that has been me working out me learning new things you know what i'm saying i've been doing some diy some home improvement pro- projects you know what i'm saying just, just trying to stay productive you know what i'm saying just trying to do my time on my head 10 toes down you feel me wake up go to sleep wake up go to sleep Next thing you know, you be out. I mean, I've never been to jail before, but I hear that's how they get through it. You feel me? Um, so w- one thing I did this week was, you know, I-, I painted the chalkboard wall in my daughter's playroom. Um, they thought it was for fun and games. They thought it was to be artsy. But it's actually, I'm transforming it into a, into a classroom. I'm not playing. I'm like Professor Johnson around here. But, I, you know, I teach pre-K and, and kindergarten. Um, another thing was I made a collage, right? And I'm, I'm going to stop right here for a second. So I may even put up a poll because I, I really need to know this, okay? On this show, we used to do something called Am I Wrong, all right? Y'all sent me questions, dilemmas, issues. Y'all told me how y'all handled these questions, dilemmas, issues. And I tell you ass if you were wrong or not, okay? But I'm going to flip it around. I want to ask you guys, was I wrong? Now here... I made an Eagles collage, all right? I took a bunch of pictures from my phone from me going to the games or watching the games with my friends and family over the past 10, 15 years. 
Alright. Print took them with the CVS, print them all out, decided to make a collage. Alright, now listen. A young lady that I was talking to for a very short period of time, literally just talking to, alright, had very strong feelings about how many times my daughter's mom appeared in this collage. Alright? Now like I said. Just pictures of me going to Eagles games past 10, 15 years. You got to know that. You know, I've been with this girl the last seven years of my life. All right. Now, she had problems with the amount of times my daughter's mom was in this collage. Right. She probably wanted to say that she didn't belong in it at all. Um, I believe she needed EAD. Okay. I'm trying to clean the language up on this podcast, but. I believe she should EAD, um, and that's that's Eric, Alex, and um, DeAndre. Okay, but my question, to y'all, is: Am I wrong for having my daughter's mother on this collage? All right, I even went back and counted. It's three pictures out of seventy. All right, so <laughs> y'all, let me know if I'm wrong for making an Eagles collage, um, and have her in it. I'm interested to know. All right. But I digress. Back to Saturday night. So early in the day, I received the package from Amazon, right? Because I told you I've been hooking the crib up, doing my DIY thing, right? So I got a nightstand, lamp, and a ceiling fan, all right? So it's on record. I don't really build much. I pay somebody, and I keep it moving, all right? I value my time and my energy. And just basically, I, I, I know my strength, okay? I told myself, listen. Take your time, ain't no rush, ain't no point in getting upset. Just follow the directions, and you'll be all right. I told myself, just follow the directions, and you will be okay, all right? Step one. Step number one, on the directions, turn off the main power in the home. Mind you, again, this is step one. What does Tremaine do? I bypass step one. I'm figuring, you know, I'll be all right. I mean, in my defense, it is a long way from my bedroom down to the garage to turn off the power. Also, I'm a genius, okay? So I'm installing a ceiling fan at night. So, you know, if I turn the power off, I ain't got no light, all right? So step one, turn the power off in the home. I'm like, nah, I'll be all right. Okay, so now... The first thing I'm doing is uninstalling the previous light. And boom! Biggest shock of my life, okay? I thought I got shot. All right, now. Y'all know I didn't have a ladder, all right? Because I'm I'm ill-prepared. I just did this off emotion. I didn't plan on installing a ceiling fan at night. All right, so. But me actually being ill-prepared actually worked out in my favor. All right. Had I had a ladder and felt that kind of shock and fell back like that, it might have been a wrap for your boy. But luckily, I was uh, standing on my bed. Boom, fell back. Bang. You know, once I realized I was alive, I was like, man, you stupid. (laughs) For real, for real. So, yeah, once I realized I survived. I said, yeah, let me go on down here. I'm going to turn this power off. Um, but yeah, once I left the bedroom, I realized that I did turn the power off. 
I blew the electric in the whole damn crib, okay? So now, I'm sitting in a house on a Saturday night with no electricity and uh, watching Teddy had technical difficulties. Uh, and basically, I was having <laughs> the same problem. Like, real rap, bro. I thought I was on fire. Like, I, I ain't know. <laughs> I, I, I ain't know what was going on. But, um, but for the record, though, the next morning, I took my time. I installed the fan. Um, now, the fan does not work. I just installed the fan. Hung it up, screwed it in. I didn't connect any wires. I was like, hell with that. So I currently have a ceiling fan in my room. Um, doesn't work. The light doesn't work. The fan doesn't work. It's just there for show. <laughs> and, and that's all right with me. So yeah, after that, I just kind of just fell back and was watching my boy Teddy until my phone died. <laughs> but enough of me. Um, let's get the homie um, Davina in here, man. Let's talk about this battle that went down. All right, so I got my homie Davina on the line, man. Um, I wanted to bring her on the show because I know she's like a huge R&B fan, big fan of the 90s music. What's going on with you? That's what's up. That's what's up. That's big nowadays. I mean, with everything we yeah, got. With everything, everything going on. You ain't lying. And on this show, we always try to start the show off on a positive note. Um, I know you probably, uh, this will probably be the first show you ever listened to, so you might not know this. So I just want you to say something. What I normally do is when we're, when we're not in quarantine, I have guests over here while we record. I normally have my Eagles helmet. I put topics in the helmet. You pick a topic out, and whatever the topic is, you got something positive about. All right? So. Since, right. since we're in quarantine and you're on the phone, I chose a topic, all right? So I need you to say something positive, and your topic is going to be a man with no job. Give me something positive <laughs> about a man with no job. <laughs> <laughs> just gotta, we just got to get the show started on a positive note. Uh, mm, mm, mm. I mean, a I, man, uh, something positive about a man with no job. Yeah. I mean, I can think of a few because I, I I've been unemployed before, but um. Um. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> their ability to not settle. Their ability to not settle. I'm gonna need you to speak a little. Without settling, um, maybe because there are some men that are maybe in a job that's un unhealthy, unhappy. Um, Ooh, I maybe like they this. Feel that they want. Maybe they feel that they want more. Maybe they want to be an entrepreneur. Maybe right. they want to. There we go. Their own goals and their own lane. So they're not settling. So they may take um, a year of struggling or two years of struggling to get ahead and really focus and lock in Preach. on the things that they know they're destined to do. I, no, I like but that. That doesn't go for everyone. That doesn't go for everyone. <laughs> no, you, you good. You Stay where you was at. Men, <laughs> when, you have, when you have some men out here that are real focused on um, their. their No, I feel that, and I like how you spun that. So my next question is, would that work if a guy approached you, and all right, the natural stuff is cool, y'all both are attracted to each other, whoop -de -whoop, no matter where y'all met, but once y'all begin to talk, 
and you find out he ain't got no job, well, the him saying, well, you know, I'm just locking in right now. Um, these jobs ain't for me. Would that work on you? I like your attitude. You might have a, you may have way more money saved than I do. I mean, you may have better credit. You may have Preach. way more going on than I can even imagine. So I wouldn't say I would automatically shot, shoot down a guy that's not working at the moment um, because you really don't know people's backstory or what they really, really got going on. All I'm going to say is I wish more women were like you and thought like you. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, like I said, I wanted to reach out to you just because I know you're a big fan of R&B or whatever. So I, I just want to start with what went down on Saturday. Like, did you have plans? Did you watch it at the crib? Like, what you doing on Saturday? So Saturday, so before Saturday, when they first uh, when they first started the whole Versus thing, I randomly was on Timberland's um, Live, and him and Swiss Beats was going back and forth. So I'm like, yo, this is dope. So then when they kept doing it with different artists, you know, I was making sure I was – all locked in, and once they decided to do Teddy, Riley, and um, Babyface, I was like so excited. I got dressed. I had like plans. My girlfriends came over. Only like two. Um, we was just all right. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no snitch on yourself. Like, just, be, just being a huge, huge R&B fan, like you know, a lot of people were like so team Babyface. They was kind of like putting Teddy Riley, Riley under way before it even started because they really don't know all the things Teddy Riley had done. A lot of people really just know Black Street. Right, right. So so from Rip, you was already on Teddy Riley's side, just from the Rip. It wasn't so much on his side, but I knew that he could hang in there. Like, I knew it wasn't going to be a, just a total baby face blowout like they did Manny Fresh, right? Right, right, right. I knew right. it was going to be competition, like, both of them could, like, hang in there, go blow for blow for the most part. All right, so on Saturday, y'all get dressed. The two homies come over. Listen, people, don't get upset. She kept it under 10, okay? The two people, <laughs> the two homies came over. Y'all got dressed. And so how did you feel when it first started? So when I first saw the band and everything, Teddy Riley set up, I'm like, man, he's doing, he doing a lot. He's ready. You know, he's right, ready. Right, right. You know, I see Babyface, when they doing a lot, Babyface just relax and chill, cool, calm, classic man sitting in his house. Right, I'm right. like, you know, like, he should have did the same thing. But from in Teddy Riley's defense, I feel that he went over and beyond because he knew he was going up against what he kept saying, his big brother. Like, this is the GOAT, the legend. Like, right. don't look up to baby face. Right. And that was... So I felt that he was trying to come correct and, like, <laughs> him going over and beyond kind of, like, kicked him <laughs> in the face. But I think his intentions was good. Right. Now, I'm going to keep it real with you. I'm not the biggest... Music fan in the world. I mean, of course, I like music. I enjoy music, especially you know the '90s. That's, that was our era. Um, you know, Bill BG. That's that's really the music guy on this show. So, you know, I learned from the other battles that I didn't know some of these producers made some of the songs that I heard. Right. So, just like you're saying, when I seen Teddy pop up on the screen, I'm like, oh, see, when you know you're gonna lose, you gotta do all this extra shit. Like, you, you feel me? Mm-hmm. Like he was standing up there. I'm like, this nigga about to do a whole concert. He had a band, a hype man. A mic, two microphones. I'm like, damn, like, homie's like about to get busy. <laughs> but like you said, I feel like you got to do all that when you know you you might lose. Right, and it wasn't even so much about losing. I just think he knew what he was going up against. But to me, and this is going to be, and I'm going to say this, and I will continue to say this before the battle. I said it a lot on Facebook, and I'll say it after. They both are legends in their own right. Right, right, like, right. Like, Teddy Riley started the whole New Jack 
Okay. Like, if you were in the 80s and 90s and you wanted to work with somebody with some hardcore R&B, you were going to Teddy Rogers. Okay. Like, I don't know if y'all seen Bobby Brown movie when he, in the beginning, he started out working with Babyface and um, L.A. Reid. And then he was like, yo, man, I, I met this boy in Harlem in a project, man. He got that ball. Like, them beats is crazy. Like, I'm going with him. Right, okay. Like, so, so, my thing is, like, they're, they're, they're both legends in their own right. Of course, Babyface is 52 years old. He looks amazing. You know, Teddy Ryan looks up to him as well, but I feel like people wasn't giving Teddy Ryan the credit he really, really deserved. Like, he started all this R&B thug, little Trey Songz type of, like, right. vibe, all that. I feel like Teddy Riley started all of it. So my question to you is, now that you in the crib, drinking probably a little bit, hanging out with your girlfriend, y'all all dressed up, when it start going sideways, like, how did you feel? Did you think it was funny, or was you, like, salty because you was really, like, looking forward to this? So you didn't even think it was funny, like all the memes and all that? No, I thought it was hilarious. That's what you got Michael Jackson sitting up in the tree. I thought that was like the funniest thing ever. Yeah, it, it, it was but, definitely some um, good ones. It was definitely funny, but I was just more salty because I knew it was going to be amazing. Last night, like I said, was amazing. They were going blow for blow. Even with the technical difficulties, even though they didn't finish, it still was so much great work. And a lot of people right. were caught by surprise. Like, a lot of people didn't know Right. So, all right. So, when the first one didn't didn't end well, well, it, it never really got off the ground. Swiss and Timbo was salty. Like, I don't know if you tune in, in into their live, and Swiss was just less is more, God, less is more, my king. Like, well, we gonna get it right. <laughs> we gonna get it right. So, um, mm. so when it, when it got to yesterday, uh, on Monday, so you, you did end up enjoying the whole thing. Did you pick a winner, or were you like one of those people that ain't no winner? Yeah, the, the club shit. The yeah, see, yeah. I learned a lot yesterday. Was... No, go ahead. Yeah, like he worked with Michael Jackson. He did Michael Jackson entire Remember the Time album from right. start to finish. Yes. Like that right. Right. Yeah, I, I, like I said, I'll be the first one to tell you, man. I learned a lot yesterday. Like the bull, the bull had hits. But let me ask you this. So, like you said, it didn't end well, right? So it didn't end well. Now, do you really believe? Like, so when I tuned in to Swiss and Timbo yesterday, their whole, like, tune changed. On Saturday, they was pissed. You know what I'm saying? But yesterday, they were, like, celebrating on live, saying, we, we, we broke the internet. It didn't crash out. We broke the internet. Now, do you really believe they broke the internet, or do you think Teddy's yeah. fucked up again? <laughs> Right. After a while, Instagram will kick you out. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So I truly believe it was way too much. Right, because they said it was like, yeah, it was about, at one point, it was probably even more than 500 grand, but it was like, well, not grand, yeah. we're not talking about money, but 500,000 people. Thought, Go ahead. This is why I believe it, because a lot of people couldn't even get on. They right, that's what I was hearing. Right, right. That, that, that's what I was hearing. Um, so yeah, so if they had, I know Swiss said if they had five hundred thousand people in there, that means if you count the people moving in and out, they probably had close to like four million people all tuned in. Exactly. Right, right. So I got, I got one more question for you. So no. go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was about to say. So I know we're stuck into we're stuck in a quarantine or whatever, and that's kind of like the root of how the versus thing started. But do you see this like being stuff people watch or be interested in like once all this is over? Like, do you think we can... Absolutely, it really should be. Like, I think that it it, it actually gives us a time to really process music and really understand, because a lot of times we just always want an artist, right? So Mm -hmm. when you hear a song from Beyonce, you're just amazed that it's Beyonce singing. You don't care who wrote it. You have no idea of who wrote it or who produced it. And I feel like it's important that we acknowledge those people. So would you like go to a venue to watch two people just play their songs or like how how do you think they can yes. should they put it on TV like how do you think they can move forward I'm pretty sure Timbo and Swiss got something up their sleeve but I was just thinking like how can they move forward with this but 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 still keep it like natural like for the people and free hopefully <laughs> I mean <laughs> VH1 VH1 gives people deals to do less right so that's true I was thinking that too, yep, yep. Is it uh, anybody you want to see battle, like women, or should they start bringing women into it, or is it anybody else R&B-wise you, you want to see? Like, what would be your next ideal battle, if it was up to you? Um, my ideal um, battle would be JD and Puffy. Oh, yeah, that would be a good one, yeah. Yeah, that would yeah, be a good one. It, because, like I said, they both were in the, the era, the same era together. Mm-hmm. Probably got some stuff. I know for sure he got some stuff. Probably I don't, I don't even know he did. And that's the that's the main thing I'm learning from all these battles. Even if you go back to T Pain and uh, Lil John, like Lil John was on some shit. Like <laughs> he had all types of stuff. I didn't know he had his hands in. And and to me so far, I mean, probably outside of yesterday, that was probably the one I enjoyed the most. A lot of their music, especially Lil John, was like our time in college. You know what I'm saying? So yes, yes. So I kind of I know everybody loved the '90s, but I kind of enjoyed that college era too. Like taking it back to '05, '06. You know what I'm saying? Was he with Scott Storch, I think? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was, that was awful because we, 
Manny Fresh is Manny Fresh is more of a household name. Like he's straight up the down south cash money. It ain't no stepping outside of that. That's right. Fortune's in everybody's pockets. Like he was he was in there with everybody. And, right, and that's what we needed more of a variety. Like we didn't need somebody that just stuck in that one lane. Like we needed, you know, multiple lanes. All right, I feel you. I, I appreciate you for talking to me though. Shout out to the homie Davina man pulling up on the boy. Um, listen, we got my homie uh, Miss Rita from Pittsburgh about to stop through. She said she got some questions for me. I'm not sure what these questions are, but uh, before I get into that, I just want to touch on this blessing will, and uh, maybe again y'all can help me out. So the blessing will was the um, first of all I didn't know it actually had a name, but people said it was called the, the blessing will. All right, cool. Um, that, so my thing with the blessing, I just didn't understand what the problem was with it. Um, it was all over our Instagrams. It was basically uh, um, an octagon, and you had people. What you invest a hundred dollars, you get eight hundred. You get eight hundred dollars back. Um, I'm not gonna get into the details. I'm not for it or against it, but I just don't understand why everybody's always so negative on social media when it comes to things uh, like this. Like, for example, pyramid scheme. Is it a scheme? Yes. Is it a pyramid? Yes. Pyramid scheme. Why is pyramid scheme even a negative phrase? Like, why does pyramid scheme have such a negative uh, connotation? I, I, I just don't understand. Because, like, every it, it works. I mean, I've seen it work. Um, maybe it didn't work for some people. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I just don't understand... What, what the problem is. I mean, it's like an investment. It's a risk, just like anything else. Um, you take some of these hoes out, it might be a $100, $150 risk. Um, a lot of times, you might not get nothing in return. Um, so I just feel like, um, I just feel like I don't understand why, why it's such a big deal. I mean, I just, like I said, I just don't understand. So hopefully y'all can help me out. Um, I just feel like in life, Everything can be considered a scam. Some people think working for fourteen dollars an hour at a grocery store during during COVID, um, shit, you being scammed. Um, some people call it going to work. I just feel like, um, I mean, in life you have scammers and you have scammies. Um, if you're in the pyramid, if you're in the blessing will, and you didn't get your money back, you were a scammy. <laughs> but if you were successful, you were a scammer. And um, like I said, that goes for anything. Like I said, if you work for me for fourteen dollars an hour, I'm your boss. Shit, I guess technically I'm the scammer because I'm at home being safe, while you out there in the mix being essential and shit for your twelve dollars. You know, so you be the scam me. So just talk to me. Like I said, I'm, a, I'm gonna put this out there. I'm gonna make the video. I'm gonna put it on the gram and all that. Just reach out to the boy. And uh, if you if you have success stories, let me know. If you were the scam me, uh, let me know. I, I think it all makes for an interesting conversation. Um, like I said, you take a girl out on a date. Two, three times you spend a couple dollars. My brother, you were the scam me. <laughs> and that young lady with her full stomach um, and not giving the yams up is the scammer. <laughs> and, that, and that's pretty much how I see it. I just don't understand why people get so bent up by the shape, man, on Instagram with other people's money. I mean, I, it, we can all spend our money a little better or, you know, not spend it at all at, at a time like this. Um, but yeah, let's get to it, man. Let's let's get the homie Rita on the line, man, and, and see what she got for the boy. What's going on with you? Uh, just 
hear that. Alright, so ask me, what's up? Talk to Dr. Mayno. I'm here for the people, man. I just feel like I'm a man with all the answers. So, what's up? All the wrong answers. But. Depends on who you ask. Outside, outside. First of all, when did people start just using that word, like outside? I ain't heard outside. <laughs> I haven't heard outside so much since I was a child. I'm about to go outside. Been inside for so long. Right, right. When I was younger, I'd be like, I'm going outside, but I'll be outside the house just like playing on the block. But uh, I think Pop Smokes got niggas staying outside. But anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> I digress. But not though, um, Man, like, like I've been saying on the show, I've really been in my quarantine bag even before we had the quarantine. You know what I'm saying? So I, I've really been chilling. When they open it back up, I know everybody saw this meme, but I'm going to let y'all burst, burst out of the gates, get that get that first batch of fresh air. I'm going to fall back. You, you understand what I'm saying? Because, I mean, in my professional opinion, it's probably going to be in July, early early August. Your boy, your boy ain't stepping out to September. All I'm, all I'm worried about is football season. And it's it's funny you ask me that because of um, I was just posting on Instagram about. First of all, I had my man Willie. If anybody follow me, y'all know Willie. I had my man Willie up there, and I'm like, just don't mess up football season, and, and that's all I really care about. So, as long as football season is cool, I'm cool. That's all you care about is football. That's all I care that's about. It. I mean, I don't really do too much of the. I don't really do too much of the do too much. Yeah, the kids don't go to the park. I mean, I, that's just a part of my my, my fatherly duties. Um, we actually been doing that anyway. Hate to say it, but um. <laughs> <laughs> You're not alone. Yeah, yeah, you got it. You got to get some fresh air. Right, right, right. Yeah, but as far as for myself though, like, listen, even though they took baseball season away from me, you know, I, I be at the Phillies games. You know, what I'm saying we got a suite. My company got a suite at, inside of Citizens Bank Park. I love it. I love the baseball season too. Not so much for the baseball, just but more for the vibe and, and just hanging out and chilling in the summer. But as long as football season's cool, I'm cool. So literally, the only thing I'm looking forward to is Week One, um, first Eagles game. Yeah, give give yourself some time. Yeah. You deserve that. You you deserve that. <laughs> That's all I want to do. And then come back in the house. Like, I've been quarantining anyway. I work from home. Mm-hmm. Been working from home for five years. Right. Or four years. So it's really no difference for me. It's just the, the simple fact that I can't do, like, the essential things. So. Right, 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 That's right. Yeah, no, I, I feel you on that. And you deserve all that. But I hope you uh find a way to maintain until it, until it let us out. You got- there you go. There you go. Hit up Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Not your boy. Your boy roughing it though. I'm just out here like. I'm getting a high lift. I'm handsome anyway, right? <laughs> 
I would like to think so, at the very least. I appreciate you. Okay. So you got a question about that? I sure do. All right. So I was having a conversation with one of my girlfriends too, but I want to hear your response. Okay. Like, what is the ultimate like deal breaker for you in a relationship? Like for example, she got a funny toe. <laughs> All right, hold on. So just 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 a funny toe, <laughs> just so. <laughs> Just so we're we're on the same page now, is this for me to, am I in the relationship yet? Or is this a deal breaker for me not to even get into the relationship? Like, is it a deal breaker for me to wife her or we're already in a relationship? It's a deal breaker for you to wife her. I mean, all right. So a deal breaker, if I'm talking to a chick, right? Because you know me, I'm still, I still feel like you got to be friends with a chick, right? So if I'm talking to a chick, we rocking, we vibe, we doing everything, you know what I'm saying? And now it's t- now it comes to the time where it's time for me to lock it in and wife it. What's a deal breaker for me? Because it's, it's a lot of stuff you could deal with when y'all just friends with benefits and y'all just rocking. Yes, yes. I hate to say it, but honestly, man, like, even though I'm 33 years old, hate to say it, but if you got kids, it's a, it's a wrap. Like, I'm never... <laughs> the, the boy, I'm never... <laughs> Excuse me, you asked me a question. <laughs> I mean, it sounds bad. Listen, you ain't the first one to jump on me, but listen, it, it sounds bad. Listen, I'm not being nobody's stepfather. I got three kids of my own. Okay, I'm I'm just not with it. You you feel me? And I, I felt the same way. I felt the same way after I had my son. I got out of my first relationship. I had my son. I'm like, listen, when I do this again. I ain't messing with nobody with kids. Like, uh, that's just how I felt. Because really, I always wanted to have, you know, children by the same woman and start my family, whoop de whoop de whoop And it ain't worked that way the first round. It ain't worked that way the second round. <laughs> so now, I mean, at this point, to be honest, I don't care what you got going on. I probably won't lock you all the way in. But, I mean, if you got kids, I'm, I'm just never, I'm, I'm just not doing it. I'm just being honest. But my niggas who take care of somebody else's kid, I got the utmost respect for you. You know what I'm saying? Utmost respect for you. Well, that's a no. That's a different level. I don't got no respect. Nah, I ain't gonna say. I ain't gonna say that. <laughs> if you meet a chick and she, nah, that's that's a, that's a, that's a different that's a different show. If you meet a chick and she pregnant, and you still lock her in. I ain't gonna judge you. I just wanna have a conversation with you. But all just aside though, like. Like my 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 son's stepfather, like he 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 good he good paper, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, one of my best friends, he a step pop, good money, you know what I'm saying? You ask how many kids he got, he gonna count that. Mm-hmm. Your boy, I'm gonna hit that, but I ain't gonna count that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's and, that, and that's and that's and that's all I got to you know what I'm saying? Uh, it is what it is. That's how I feel.
she got a two piece, huh? She got a two piece. A two piece. We never. Right, I'm gonna say one, one, just one. Oh, okay. Listen, I'm going to keep it real with you. I re, but at the end of, let me say this. I reserve my right to change my mind. But as of today, <laughs> I, ha- I have no interest in seeing you. I don't even want to meet your kid. Like, I have no, I have zero interest in even seeing the kid. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, to me, it's not even about the bill, because we're not going to even get to the bill, because I'm not even going down that route. Like, I feel them, though, but you shouldn't even have got on that street, bro. Like, That's what I mean. <clears throat> Listen, I got. I have three children of my own, and children take more than just money. Like, it takes patience. You got to be able to afford them emotionally, physically, all that. And I'm spent with my own. I'm all in on my own. And so basically, when I meet whoever I meet, and I'm rocking who I'm rocking with, he's a break from what I got going on. You, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So I can't take a break and and, and nah, we cool. No, I don't think it's different because if a woman dates a dude with kids, you got to be a real trash can as a brother to meet a chick and expect her to do something for your kids, right? You got to be like a, you got to be a clown. But of course, if I'm a man and I meet you and you have a child, yeah, I'm supposed to take care of you and your child. That's expected. Now, what I will say for the real ones, and this, I got to put this out there because this is my experience. When I met my uh, my ex fiance and I already had my son on her own, she built her own relationship with him, and she was buying him shit. I didn't even want him to buy because I don't even buy him shit. Why are you buying him shit? You know what I'm saying? So she was doing shit for him. I mean, out of the kindness of her own heart. Now that's her own problem. But I just feel like in general, not not a problem, but I feel like in, I feel like in general, um, if I meet you and you got a son, and I'm rocking with you, yeah, I should take care of you and your son. That's real. But if you meet me and I got a son, you're not about to take me and him out to eat. You know what I'm saying? So I, I do feel like it's, it's um a double it's not a double standard. That's how it should be. If I meet you, you got a kid, yeah. I should take care of you and your, you and your kid. So yeah. So that, that, that's how we rocking over here. So you had a damn you had a you you had a fifth grade minimum. Yeah, fifth grade is a minimum. Like I'm not knowing them diapers and all that type of stuff. Like well, to me, I feel ready. Well, let me, okay. So let me ask you this. So why is that your minimum? I'm gonna tell you what I heard after you answered the question. Why is fifth grade your minimum?
Okay. Uh, at least if he's in fifth grade, you could be you could be more of an auntie, huh? <laughs> you could be a cool ass aunt. <laughs> you gonna fifth grade? You gonna be a substitute teacher, huh? You gonna be <laughs> substitute mama? Nah, I feel you. Nah, I feel you. I mean, yeah, you meet them too early, you're going to be changing them pampers and all that. Like, yeah, I feel you. Right. And the dude might go back to the mama at that young. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's what you really wanted to say. But uh, we, we got it. All right, I'm, I'm rocking with you. You popping out with all the questions. All right, what else you got going on? I mean, really, to be honest, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I've, I've been locked in for, uh, shit, I, I was locked in for like six, seven years. You feel me? So when I met her, I was 24. So, I, I mean, for me, credit wasn't really no big deal. She actually, like, built my credit and did all that for me, got me rocking. You know what I'm saying? Got me able to buy cribs and all that good stuff. Um, Of course, I mean, all her shit was already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, she was four years older than me. You know what I'm saying? So, so she got me right. So at this age, I don't know when it's um proper to start talking credit and all that good stuff. My guess would be, I hate to say it, but if I meet a woman right, I guess it shouldn't matter what her credit is. Because at the end of the day, I'm the man. I got to take care of all that. That's how I feel. Again, I reserve the right to change my mind. <laughs> but, but that's how I feel. But for a woman, I think she should get a, a good gauge on what's going on early because a nigga might fool you. You might see him out there and it's the nigga that's popping the bottles and doing the most, he probably ain't all the way right when it comes to the, you know, the, the FICA and all that good stuff. So I, really, I think it's on a woman to determine like, once she figure out what's, what's really what's up, what's up. You know what I'm saying? Because there's only so much you can do with cash. You know what I mean? Oh, honey. Shout out to my nigga YG. Like, you just know a six. I mean, like I said, like, like even to this day, you know, with all the shit I got going on, I'm still not really the, the credit boy. I just know, like, I can do what I need to do. Period. Everything is on up and up on, on my side. But, um, but no matter, even if I got 800, a woman could show up into the relationship with 200 and a fat ass. Because a nigga gotta take care of everything anyway. It's really, it's really the woman judging the man. I feel like when it comes to the, the credit score situation, and um, really, I think you made a good point. Y'all really not gonna know until it's time to put something in the nigga name. Cause you know, a nigga put a rental in your name. A nigga throw a, a nigga throw something. A nigga throw something in your name and cash at you. And you think he just doing it because he don't feel like doing the paperwork. Whole time he not even allowed to get a rental. <laughs>
first thing is where they live at, I guess, right? Or live in an apartment, they big mama, like can he get a hotel room in his name? I don't know. Like I I don't know. True. Yeah. Can you get a car in your name? Like, yeah, yeah. Can I mean you get a loan? Ex- exactly. Exactly. No, that, that's a good point though. And like I said, I think it's more important for the women because the niggas is going make a way. Yeah, a nigga go buy a house. Yeah, so you know. You can't get a credit card with Capital One to summit, right? I, I believe it. That's 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 good to know. Definitely know before you get married. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah, for sure. So, um, but, um, but um, on the lines of that, then say, for instance, like, um, I can skip that part. I was about to say say. Uh, do you think that you can date someone that is a serial? Yeah, like date a lot of dudes. Yes. We ain't saying she she messing with them. We ain't saying she getting busy with them, but she just around a lot of dudes, dating a lot of dudes. Brother Johnson, can you date someone? Doctor Johnson, excuse me. Can you date someone <laughs> that's a serial dater? And I'm gonna tell you that I can. I 100% can date a girl that's going on six dates a week, and I'm the seventh. You know why I can? Why? Because I don't know. Okay? <laughs> so, as long as I don't know, <laughs> you can do whatever the hell you want to do. You could be having sex with six other dudes per week. As long as I don't know, it's all good. Okay. But what if you did know? No, it's a rat. <laughs> I will not be associated <laughs> with the ring. <laughs> Talk about it. Talk about it. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I just might be. I might have. I might have just had one the night before. But what I'm saying to you is, <laughs> what what I'm saying to you is this. What I'm saying to you is this. If I know it's a rat, if I don't know, we can continue as. We can, we can proceed. That's, that's all I'm saying. Now, if I have 10 hope, if I have, if I'm dealing with other women, right, and you're a part of that circus, that's okay. You know why? It's called, it's a part of the double standards that we have in this world. Basically. Where a man can have plenty, and he's the man. A woman has plenty, she's a name. It is what it is. The same way when I take you out to eat, I'm expected to pay. If I don't, I'm a name. You know what I'm saying? If you don't pay, it's just, you know what I'm saying? So I, I just feel like in life there are double standards, and it is what it is. And a part of that double standard is you better not be messing with Muslim men. If so, it better be unbeknownst to moi. Miss Rita, you must have missed what I said. 
I'm all for honesty. You can be as honest as you want, but I'm out of here. I'm honestly out of here. <laughs> now, if she if say, but now listen, if it's unbeknownst to me, mm-hmm. and you still get me to relationship status, you won. Now listen, I'm already locked in now. Now I'm in a committed relationship with a girl who was dating other niggas before I got locked in. Now, how I feel after you tell me that is a whole different situation. But if I win the competition, depending on how we, depending on how this competition go, that might actually boost my self esteem, and I might feel great. Or I might be like, bitch, excuse my language. I might be like, lady, you can have them other niggas. So. The second part of the conversation, I can't be responsible for. I'm, I'm not sure how it would feel. But as of right now, if I know you mess with other niggas, it's a wrap for the boy. This, this is the way my pride set up. I ain't about to be a part of this. This is making a band? You better get the hell out of here. <laughs> okay. Listen, a part of me feeling a chick and like really feeling her and really banging with her is a part of me knowing she like me. Okay. <laughs> so for me to feel like she really banging with me, ain't no way she got six other niggas. Because when I call you, you got to be ready and available. And anybody who know me know I don't really plan too much stuff. You know what I'm saying? The, the, me, what me and you doing right now ain't even playing. So for for me... To mess with it, like, it's, it's just impossible because I'm going to hit you up. What you going to do, Say I'm busy? You damn sure ain't nobody to say I'm about to go somewhere with Larry. <laughs> so you, you're going to have to be making up a lot of excuses, and I'm going to get to the point where I just feel like, even if I don't know what you're doing, I'm going to just fall back naturally. Like, oh, she don't like me. She's doing too much. Oh, she with her son. She don't like me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, I, I definitely learned life. Honestly, honestly, ain't it? Hon- honesty is not the answer. But but I'm not gonna. I don't want to feel like I'm holding back. Like I don't, I don't want to feel like I'm scared to say. Like you asked me a question, where was I? Like why the fuck do I have to lie? Like I don't owe you no explanation at all. No, no. But I think I think it depends on how much you like that guy you talking to. Now, if you talking to a clown, you gonna be like, nigga, I was with Bill yesterday. What the hell are you asking me for? <laughs> now, now, if you talking to a nigga you might like, you gonna be like, oh, I went out to eat with a friend. It's all about the tone and the answer. Okay, you the friend was Bill. You kept it honest. I went out there with a friend. Now, if he asked you again, yeah, one of my male friends. He asked you again, yes, one of my male coworkers. He asked you again, yes, I suck this dick. Like, you know what I'm saying? If the nigga asked you four or five questions and you want to be honest, be honest. But it's like, man, like, you know. Oh, that's how I see it. But the best thing, the, I mean, no, no, the best thing about being too honest up front is that it can never mess you up in the end. You know what I'm saying? Right. You're so right. Yeah. It's easier to be honest up front because you don't want to, you don't want to get to the, into the actual relationship and realize that y'all ain't as compatible as you thought because y'all was only compatible because you was like softening up the blow on this nigga. No, mm-hmm. no homo. Like softening up, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Now I get what you're saying. Like yeah. sugarcoating it, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't want to. Because once you get in a relationship, I know one thing about these these women out here. They're going to start keeping it real with your ass. So, you might as well just f- f- figure it out up front. It's better to figure it out up front. I just feel like 
Well, one thing I will say about that. First of all, do you got any more questions? Nope. All right. Well, well that, one thing I will say about the the, the the being honest and being and and communicating up front is that it will be held against you in the court of law once y'all be locked into <laughs> a real relationship. Because you, 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 your boy once a time was a great friend to to a certain someone, and was just you know me, I like to talk anyway. And just, and just telling all the type of stuff I was doing, who I was talking to, but once, but once you locked in, <laughs> that that will be held against you in the court of law. Again, for the people in the back. <laughs> no, like, yeah, I've been listening to y'all from the beginning. Right now, yeah, yeah. I, I like, can't hold you. Like, hold on, I got two episodes and I don't hear another voice. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, real rap though. People keep asking me. I, I don't know if I said it on one of the shows, but no, that's my man. Like, we, we still rocking. I, I talk to Bill every day. You feel me? But, um, I mean, during the quarantine, well, first of all, I've been wanting to get back to it. You know what I'm saying? Towards the end, when we started to tail off, like it just became too difficult. It became his schedule, my schedule. That studio that we started working in towards the end got shut down. Um, microphone broke. My MacBook crashed. Like a lot of stuff was going on at the end, and we kind of just like fell off. And once you miss one, then you miss two, then you miss three. It's kind of like you, you just you just fall off. You know what I'm saying? But the way we fell off, it never really sat right with me because I I'm not really a quitter, and I kind of felt like. I kind of felt like I quit for real. You know, you know what I'm saying? And I kind of felt like a lot of the things that was going on stopped me from continuing the show. And, I mean, life is life. Stuff won't get shut down. I, I just felt like, long story short, we, we was rocking too heavy to really j- just stop like that. So, in my mind, I always kept saying, I'm, I'm going to get it back popping. I'm going to get it back popping. And um, I just never did it. But during the quarantine, man, I got time to do everything. You, you feel me? And, um, like I said... Yeah, what's up to the boy BG one time for my man? <laughs> Not a, yeah. but but hopefully hopefully once the quarantine shut down, we can get my man back in park, get my man track back in here. Cause I'll be honest, like this shit corny to me. You know what I'm saying? Any anybody who listened to me from the beginning, when we were recording on Tuesdays and dropping it on Wednesdays, like it used to be a party in here. You know what I'm saying? Definitely like all the time. Right, and and that's kind of where I get my energy from. Like I get my energy from the people. Like when I did my first show, I was like, damn, maybe I need to start drinking. Like. But that wasn't the answer. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, real rap. Like, I get my energy from the people, so it's kind of hard to do a show, you know, by, by yourself. But like I said, I'm rocking with it. I'm going for the quarantine. And like I said, once we get back rolling, get the homies back in here and, and get it back popping. I'm, I'm just trying to warm it back up. That's all. I'm just so happy that, you know, you guys are still friends. Like, it wasn't a long song. Oh, no, 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 no. Not even know. close. I mean, women had those type problems. Me and that nigga been rocking Absolutely. since. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now, if this was a, a female podcast... Listen, I love my ladies. I'm not trying to, you know, stereotypical or whatever, but listen, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't nothing like that over here. Yeah, yeah, it ain't nothing like that over here. And uh, another thing I will say is that nigga might be a little too busy. This might be a little too small time for my boy. You know what I'm saying? My, my, yeah, my man got some shit cooking up right now, even on the production side. You know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I'm, I'm just warming this thing back up, man. And I don't know how long, I don't know how long, huh? You never know? But no, one thing I will say though, and even if they, you never met Bill over the podcast, everybody bang with Bill. Everybody 
agree with Bill. I will see people. <laughs> I will see people. I will see people in person that I maybe I haven't seen in a while that went to school with myself and Bill. They be like, "Yo, I agree with Bill 100 percent of the time." Tremaine, something wrong with you? I agree, but I speak the truth. We all do. I appreciate you. Uh, <laughs> I was listening to this one episode from like 2018. When did the Harvey Weinstein start? Damn, that might have been 17. I don't know. 17? Yes, I was listening to that. <clears throat> All right, let me, let me just say this. Well, let me let me let me just say this. I listen back to some of the old podcasts. Sound so ignorant. You sound so dumb. But I still stand on how I felt in 2016, 2017. And I don't know exactly what you're speaking of, but what I will say is that the name of this company is is what's his name? Harvey Weinstein. If the name of my company is Harvey Weinstein, and I want you. You want to work for Harvey Weinstein or not? Like that's <laughs> three years later. <laughs> even though he, even though he he's been sentenced to prison, three years later, that's how that's how I honestly feel. And um, my sister my sister jumped on me about that because she actually works in the business. She works at Fox Twenty Nine. You know she jumped. You know she jumped. She jumped on the boy, and um. I said what I said. Like that's not what they signed up for. Like, these people are really trying to have a career. It didn't okay. have to be long gone. Like, have, it, have it somewhere else. I'm not, listen, I'm not going to relitigate this case. Okay. But okay. What, I, what I will say is I stand on what I said on, even if I'm, I stand on what I said, I stand on what I said back then. Today, some of my views have changed. You know, I should. It's four years, three, four years later. Um, especially when it comes to the dating, which can be a different show. I was talking about not taking girls on dates and all that stuff. That sounds kind of crazy. But I was speaking for my 24, 23-year-old self because, you know, at the time I was in a relationship. But now that I'm out, we can go on a date. So, so you're, you're open to dating, like going out to the movies, out to eat? I mean, you can call it a date. I call it an investment. All right. You know what I'm saying? So. You ain't been flying nobody out to, the, to uh, Aruba or nothing, are you? I can't see you doing that. I don't see me, I don't see me having to have to do that, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> so you telling me I gotta fly you to Aruba to have sex with you, man? Porn is. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you, oh, you locked in. We, that's my wife. We we locked in on taking you to Aruba. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, you sound like somebody who got a hookup at the airline or something. <laughs> <laughs> A little tribute trip my ass. A little tribute trip to me is uh Miami, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> That's if you wanna take a little trippy right trip, there. no, a trippy trip, we going to Ocean City, Maryland. Getting the getting the getting the car. What the hell you think? Yeah, we, no, we ain't going that far, not in the car. Listen, Ocean City, Maryland. Furthest we going. The boy ain't ain't driving nowhere. 
drive to Toronto. I gotta renew my passport now. Think about it. For what? <laughs> Boy, I ain't flying nowhere. <laughs> Put your passport in the safe. You better make sure the USA cool first before you go somewhere else. We are really moving in in different times. Like this is just unbelievable. Nah, I, I appreciate you though, man. I appreciate you calling up. Mano, 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 BJ, BJ.